Welcome back. We're so glad you're here. Yay. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. And we are bringing you The The Yamcast. We like to talk about young adult ministry, and we do that by looking into the Bible. Uh, We go through different books of the Bible and whatnot, and how that intersects with the young adult life. So we're glad you're here. Hopefully you liked our Christmas um, two parts, and we're going to get into a monthly five. Here we go. Yeah. So, Erica, December's great. You know, it's really flying by. So. Yeah, and you're going to get married this month. The very end. That's exciting. It is. I'm also, you know, like when you have anticipation of a day and you're kind of like, man, I'm also just kind of ready to put that chapter to bed. Ha! <laughs> Anyways. Uh, all right. And move on with married life. Okay. A- amen to that. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's happening. But you know what I'm I'm almost as excited about for this month is the monthly five. I'm equally as excited for the <laughs> monthly five as I am for my own wedding. No, you're not. I liar. know. Liar. Thought but, I'd throw that out there. But what are you watching? So I we're always watching something. Um, when we can't find anything else to watch, we're watching The Office. Just going through, yeah. you know, it's something that I don't have to actually, doesn't have to have my attention all the time. Correct. You know, and it's mindless. I've done a ton of youth ministry work while watching the episodes. <laughs> Very mindless. But right now I'm actually working through Virgin River. I've wanted to watch it for a while. Okay. Um, it's a drama. Mm. City I, doctor. I would have never guessed. Right. <laughs> City doctor has some things happen in her life and she ends up taking a not doctor she's a nurse practitioner way different but as a nurse practitioner would say like basically a doctor um they she goes to a remote town called virgin river and decides to be a nurse practitioner in that small town so that's basically the the gist of it the storytelling is really good because you don't they just trickle things in they do lots of flashbacks with a lot of the characters okay they, a lot of them have baggage, and so you're seeing what some of that baggage is, but they just trickle it in, and so you're like, what happened here? What's going to happen? Like, yeah, you don't yeah. quite know, and so they do a very good job of storytelling in that way. So, Cool. And who doesn't have baggage? I mean, don't we all? <laughs> so what are you reading? I mean, watching. watching. Yes, I'm watching. That's good. I'm watching uh, some Star Wars stuff, still on The Mandalorian. I Lo- hear it's good. Loving it. So good. They're also pulling in some really cool characters. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone if you're behind, but my kids both turned to me the other day and said, what? So mm. really good. All right. But I want to also take a punt. <laughs> All I wanna, right. I'm going to take a bit of a punt on what I'm watching and, and share with you what I'm not watching. Oh, okay. This is a weird. This is a different segment. Travel down a road, but it's really important for us to say this right now. Here's what I'm not watching. I'm not watching the news. Amen to that. And I'm not watching stuff that makes me sad. Yeah. I have just surrendered all willingness to put myself in any place that's not fun right now. So I just gave up on that <laughs> stupid stuff. Right. And I'm watching stuff that I want to watch and I'm not wasting a ton of time with TV and my life is better for it. And didn't you know that 
you can basically curate what you see on your phone. That's what I'm right? saying. Right? That's what I'm saying. Unfollow the people that you don't want in your feed anymore yes. and follow the people that you want in your feed. Anyways, that was a slight. And I'm not saying delete the people that don't agree with you. No. Because that's kind of dumb. But if they're toxic, what the heck are you doing? Uh, get you don't it. have to look at it. Yeah. So I uh, kind of had this realization in the middle of November because something happened in early November that made everyone freak out about everything. Something about an election or something. And uh, I just kind of like started unplugging and from that part. And I've just found myself to be so happy. It is pretty great. So if you're freaking out right now because you're on either side of the equation, Republican or Democrat, uh, maybe just unplug from that for a little bit and see if your life is any better. If it is, maybe consider knowing less information. And I'm not telling you to like be ignorant. You're going to find out the things that need to be known because people are going to tell you about it. They will. <laughs> they do. Everyone else who's passionate is going to tell you, but you might be able to say, you know what? I actually don't know that because I didn't care and I'm doing something else with I didn't really my life doesn't really change that much based on this or that. No. Interesting. Yeah, isn't it? It is. So there, there's my, what am I watching? And what you're not watching. <laughs> Mostly what I'm not watching. It's true. How about reading? So I'm really struggling to get through nonfiction material. To really? Be That's never not been your problem. <laughs> oh, I have like right? five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless, I mean, if they're compelling, then I guess I can. But man, I, I mean, a couple of the marriage books that I was reading, <laughs> I'll pick them up again at some point. <laughs> it's just. Aaron, I'm so sorry. It's just so hard sometimes. So. But what I do know that I have to do is I have to be reading some nonfiction with also fiction. Gotcha. Like I can't yeah. just be reading nonfiction. Okay. So something that I did start, I've already read this book before, decided to read it again because I didn't have anything else really to read. I read Pride and Prejudice. Ooh. And I did it pretty stinking quickly. Um, I love that book. I love the movies, the miniseries. I love them all. Yay. And I know you're enthused. Um, yeah. I actually think this might be what I do every t every year around this time is just read this book again. But I just, yeah, I really like it. I think it's very interesting. I like it. So I just, I read that one. So Okay. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. What are you reading? Uh, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? <laughs> no. No, I'm not reading that at all because I, I cracked it open one time and thought this is the worst thing I've ever thought about reading. So. Well, no, thank you. No I'm offense to no. the is, – is it Emily Bronte? Did she write it? No. Or is that Little it's Women? Jane Austen. Little Women. Little Women is Emily. No, that's Louisa May Alcott, but it's okay. Whatever. It's, it's okay. One of those people. Withering Heights was one of the Brontes. Oh, okay. And that one's interesting. Fun too. Uh, so I am – not reading those things. I'm reading a bunch of dissertations and such for my doctorate. So more than nonfiction. Lots of nonfiction, <laughs> fun stuff that nobody else cares about. Doing that. I'm also reading our Advent devotional that we wrote for yes. the church and having fun with my family uh, going through it on the nights that we're not so busy that we don't do it. Mm -hmm. Which. It happens. Yeah. And then we just make it up the next day. But I'm having fun watching my kids fight over who's going to read what and do what and. I'm having fun listening to all the cliche answers to the questions. It's really right. Great. It's great. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I think it's good also to hear you say that even as a pastor, you don't always stick to the plan. I think that's just because I think In a lot, lot of, of times yeah. we 
we get really mad when we get like three days behind. Just read an extra day. You know, like it's not that big because I got three days behind, I think, over the weekend. <gasps> so it's okay to get behind. And I like that, yeah, that you had said that. Yeah, actually, it's actually harder for us in some ways because when our families are available is sometimes when we're out because the times that we meet with volunteers and such is usually evenings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's some days that I don't come home for 20 hours and there's no way to do a reading with a family if we're not home. So, Yay! Yay! Ministry life. Right? So, Chris, what are you learning these days? Uh, I My biggest lesson from 2020, because this is kind of like a look back on the whole year sort of thing. Right? I've had a blast, first of all, doing this podcast with you. I know. We're almost it's, at a year. Yeah, that's what December I'm saying. December 30th right. is our year birthday. Sure. We started, that's usually what a birthday is. Yeah. We, uh, we, our one year birthday. We started recording these in September mm-hmm. and then took till December for us to get, uh, really to get all the things lined up, figure out how to do this. And then we, we launched it, but I've loved that. Second thing this year is I've learned every decision is the wrong decision. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is no way right now to keep anyone happy. I know it's hard. So it, Part of my heart makes me want to just not make anyone happy. Just, there's just, there's, there's a, that, that cynical part yeah, of Yeah, there's you. a yep. spiteful area of my heart that wants to just be like, you know what? Fine. You don't want to be happy, then here's everything to be unhappy about. Uh, but yeah, I'm just learning that, you know, if you make everyone wear a mask, that has a problem. If you make no one wear a mask, that has a problem. If you come up with a solution in the middle, the people who want masks to be worn are unhappy. If you create two spaces in the church, one with masks and one without, or one that's optional, everyone will freak out. Uh, it is amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm just learning every decision's wrong. And so just keep plugging Making away. them. <laughs> yeah, just keep swimming is kind of how I'm looking at the year. Because I, scriptures are very clear that we should be worshiping and that we should be worshiping together. Our church size makes it difficult sometimes to stick within the, the guidelines that are being given. And I'm not even talking about from the government. I'm just talking about just the idea of trying to stop a pandemic, if, even if that's possible. I, I, don't, I have my doubts about a lot of these things. But just trying to be wise and careful. Yeah. And everything's angry. So I just, yeah, it's kind of what I'm learning. Everything's the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Every decision is the wrong decision. Thanks, 2020. How about you? What are you learning? Please tell me it's happier than mine. Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm learning more and more how to like, I mean, the whole marriage thing, how to <laughs> bring these two people who have lived on their own for quite some time. We're both pretty independent. Yeah. And how we now come together. Yeah. Like watching how we talk to each other and making sure that we're giving each other grace and like I mean it's just it's I mean it's just a relationship like how to do that right. well is it's a lot of learning so it gets so much easier <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true um so yeah that's a lot of what I'm learning we have our last premarital counseling today well when we record this we're recording it a little ahead of time but um but yeah so yeah this isn't going to like just a couple of days before the wedding but but yeah so that's a lot of what i'm learning is like making sure to in like keep him informed of things and like i mean when my life was mine i shouldn't say it's not just mine because it's not anymore we're coming together 
I didn't have to really factor people in. I didn't have to really inform people of different things. And now I'm, yeah, learning that I do, that needs to happen. Yeah. I can't just have things and hold them to myself. Right. Um, yeah. So Which is a lo- lot of learning. That's the beauty of marriage and parenting is it actually makes you selfless. Yes. It's brutal. It is painful. And it not very fun, but. But it's sanctification, so. Good. Which is That's good. a good lesson to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you listening to? A lot of Christmas music. Of course you are. I love Christmas music. Um, yeah, I basically just turn on the stations that have it on all of the time. I don't usually listen to the radio in my car. I usually listen to Spotify or something. Mm-hmm. But now that, yeah, Christmas music is on a lot of the stations all the time, I just, yeah, turn those on and, and listen to them. And I very much, I very much enjoy it. It makes me happy. So... Not much of a surprise over here, but no. What are you? Uh, what are you listening to? Not Christmas music. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We we listen to it a little bit here and there. Uh, we no, we listen to a lot of worship music around the house while we're doing chores and stuff. I think I've said that before, but that, that when I think about well, me too with Christmas music. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, some, some Christmas music is worship music. Mariah Carey is not. <laughs> that's not worship music. I'm just kidding. play Jingle Bells. That's not Christmas. Okay. Uh, yeah, but podcasts, of course, I've got a few different podcasts I'm still listening to. But the band Need to Breathe, mm. have you ever listened to them much? I have. Not for you? Not not really. And I, and I feel bad saying that because I know that they're f- great. Yeah. But I'm not like, oh my gosh, I love them so much. So Yeah, and I'm not sure that I love them so okay. much, but I definitely am appreciating the depth of their music building and of their songwriting. Like their lyrics and stuff? Yeah, yeah. especially like, uh, what's the one song that I'm thinking of? Bottom of a Heartbreak. Mm. Dude, that song, I think it nails the human condition when we're not doing well. And then it ends with this sort of just loud scream of, I want to follow you. Mm. And it's kind of cool. I like it a lot. So I'll check that one out. I, my running, I've been doing a little bit of running these days and, Need to Breathe has made its way onto my podcast list. So I listen to a little podcast while I run, and then I turn it off and put mus- music on. And it's, it's good running music. Yeah. So that song. That sounds good. I'll have to check that song out. Yeah. So, Chris, what's been on your heart? Yeah. Uh, my biggest thing is just stop tearing each other apart. Gosh, right? Can we just be done with that whole thing? Is it possible to believe that maybe someone who has a completely different opinion than you has those opinions they believe because it's benevolent? You know, like, I think we just assume that other people are wrong and they're idiots. And I'm seeing so much. That's part of why I cut out news and all that stuff. But everyone is just so mean to each other right now. And I would love it if people would just love each other and honor each other and realize that the human being across from them is a legitimate human being and (laughs) deserves some respect. Yeah. And that you may have come to your conclusion, but you know, it doesn't mean that you're a hundred percent right. It doesn't mean that you're wrong when, when someone else disagrees with you, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's good to have conversations. And, you know, I've got friends that are pretty strong on the left leaning and they are just flabbergasted that everything's going the way it's going. And I've got people on the friends that lean on the right, probably more than left because of, you know, being an evangelical. Mm-hmm. The, the assumptions are somewhat true. A lot of evangelicals lean to the right. But the fact that they won't just like talk it out normally 
and figure out how to love each other is just insane to me. I know. It's not Christ-like. It's not helping anybody. It's tearing down the church. It's making really useless conversations. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And the pastors who are preaching things like, you can't be a Christian and follow blank, or you can't, you know. I just, I'm over it all. Just stop being idiots. Just love each other. Why? That doesn't mean that you have to think that they're totally right and that you need to change your views. It's just they deserve at least respect Respect, enough to be. And they're not your enemy. Satanist. So mm-hmm. realize that and live accordingly. But so that's what's on my heart. Just stop tearing each other apart. I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. Going off of that, the assumptions that we're, we are making now about people yes. is absolutely mind boggling to me. Yeah. Like, I just don't like that. Well, if you do this, then this must be true of you. Yep. Or if you follow this, then this must be true of you. I just, I don't understand how we're making these leaps and how, yeah, we, I mean, we are. We're like dehumanizing people because yeah. we're like, oh, if you follow that person, then that means you are this, 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 this. And like literally saying the worst things about somebody. And I'm like, that's – but yeah, so I just – I think that is not helpful either. Totally. And I and it's really annoying to me. And it's coming from both sides. Totally. Oh, yeah. It's – no, Yeah, everybody's no one's, doing it. No one's above the fray here. really mm-hmm. – I just am like, how can you – yeah, I just – and what's amazing is right now when I'm, we, we have tried touching on this subject a few times in the last few months, and we've just said things like Jesus is king. And then we get feedback. I knew you were a Democrat. I can't believe you won't stand up for Trump. Or I knew you were a Trump lover. I can't believe you won't, you know. And I'm like, I'm not even talking about politics. I mean, the most political statement maybe to make is that Jesus is king. But what that means is... <laughs> we can rest in him and we can trust in him. And even if things don't go the way you want them to go, he's in charge. And if he's in charge, he'll use it to his purposes. If you don't trust that, then get off the bus. Like, I don't know why you're here. Mm -hmm. That's me tearing someone down. Uh, But I just, I'm so tired of it. It's just driving, it's driving me nuts. And you don't, if you don't know where people really stand, then stop making assumptions and be dumb. Well, that's the thing is you don't actually know those people. Correct. Ever. When you're making those statements. You don't actually know them. You've never actually had a real conversation. Right. Because if you did, you might think differently. Right. And so. almost all politics is based on money and power, which isn't really Christ-like. So there's a good chance that everybody's wrong. That's probably a safer assumption yeah. than the other side's wrong. How about you? What's on your heart? <clears throat> I mean, a lot of what we're talking about right now. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was going to also say, like, it's just that kingdom mindset. Like. Yeah. We are we are getting a little too focused on the things of this earth. Granted, there are and I and that's the thing is that's what's crazy now too. Because if I know if I say that, people will be like, "But there are things that we need to be you don't mindful care, of." You don't care about babies. And it's like, no, I, yeah, and that's that's what's hard too is you do need to have kingdom mindset, right? And that kingdom mindset affects you and your emotions and actions. Right. It has nothing to do with. Anybody else out there, when I say having a kingdom mindset, that means you are putting aside worry, strife, finding security on this planet. It's all within your own mind when we're talking about having a kingdom mindset. It is not you saying, to heck with this world. I'm just focusing on Jesus. I'm living in my house all by myself. And that's like all I'm going to do. That's my kingdom mindset. Like that's not what, that's not what a kingdom mindset is. It's. I mean, it's what we're going to be talking about more in Colossians as right. we go right. in chapter three. It's the putting off of yep. how the world views things of 
security is in money and you need to fight for what you want and right. like all of those cliche kind of things that we talk about and it's yeah you talked about resting in him not getting stressed i mean and that's what a lot of us are doing we're fearful and we're stressed out and that's why we're making these assumptions or and it's actually a lot of it has to do with fear we're so scared of what's going to happen that we're standing in our in our um beliefs and thoughts and we're not able to actually take a step at all because we're so scared so we're just gonna right. tear down anything else that's different totally and so i just and that's a lot of what it is too is yeah you need to we need to, we're supposed to be about loving people and if we're not going to do that then who then yeah people are gonna not at all care about the jesus that we have to talk about right so i don't know i just i yeah i struggle that doesn't mean we don't be a part of politics. That doesn't mean that we don't have conversations about politics, but that means that politics are not the be all end all of my life. No. So, yeah, it's and, just. And the Supreme Court won't save babies. <laughs> no. But you can. Yeah. Volunteer at the pregnancy shelter. Get to know the underprivileged women in your life. Find out how to love them well and show them the ways of Christ. And that is actually going to do something. That's what, Legislation is not. That's what most of us are doing. Yeah. Most of us are on the front lines actually doing this work, but we're convinced that legislation is going to fix the problem. Just get involved. And once again, that's us wanting the government to do things yes. and to fix it. When I think if you actually... Were, nobody actually wants government control. We all would say that. I don't want government control, but we technically do because we don't actually just want to take the steps in our own lives to like yep. bridge that gap you yeah. know we want someone else to be responsible yeah and it's easier for that than us to actually be christ yeah just love people it's ridiculous and i mean what's also hard too is i know when people say oh just love people then that then that automatically means tolerance i mean which tolerance is not a bad thing we've made tolerance be a bad thing like we've made tolerance be that i accept every single thing that you do and it's all okay which we all know that that's not what love is. And that's also not tolerance. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, that's not, yeah. Tolerance is me understanding that you have a completely different, different opinion. And I'm okay with that. And loving you anyway. Yeah. And maybe trying Whatever. to convince you eventually that I'm right, but it'll take years. And it's not because I'm pounding you in the face telling you what it's it is. because I'm loving you. Yeah. Yeah. If over time you realize, man, you really do love me, that would be awesome. But we don't do that. So th those are good things that are on our hearts. Lots of things. We are, we are thoroughly challenge right now yes and i'll need to leave and go love some people cool all right everybody well thanks for listening to this we're gonna take a little break have a uh yeah we are gonna take a break this one yeah so will be coming out after christmas and then yeah we're gonna take yeah so if you're listening in real time you may not hear from us in, until january if you're listening to this in like 2023 because we become a wildly successful podcast <laughs> And nobody I mean, can yeah. stop listening to us. And the stickers are everywhere on everyone's bumpers and elsewhere. And their lockers at school and some right. other places like that. Like, then you won't even know that we've skipped a couple of weeks. But for those of you who are listening in real time, we love you. And we'll see you in January. Have a happy new year. Bye.